0: Good morning, everybody. Here we are from the studios of Grand Fork's Best Source on a Wednesday. It's time for your Berkshire Hathaway bi-weekly podcast. stand by itching and all ready to go. Your realty expert, John Brodeen. We'll talk to him in just a minute. What would tomorrow look like if you sold your house today? Maybe you'd move to a new city. Or a new country. Maybe you'd pick up birding.
1: Or birdies. You could get into wine. Not that into wine. Or skiing. Warmer skiing.
0: Or maybe you'd spend more time doing nothing at all. When you're ready for whatever comes next, we'll be ready to help you get there. Berkshire Hathaway Home Services. All right, and we are back, and here he is, the one, the only, the realty expert, John Brodine. Hey. I, like I, don't, I don't know if you're really itching to get going, but... Um, no, it's it, It's good. just kind of whatever came out, you yeah. know. How yeah. you doing, man? Good, good. Good, good, good. good to be here. Yeah, how's that kid doing? Awesome. Yeah, yeah.
1: yeah. Uh, all ready for spring? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, it's coming. Yeah, they say that. The days are getting longer. The time change yeah. right, threw me off.
0: It kind of messed me up, too. I was kind of liking that going to work where I could see in the morning Yeah, and now it's pitch black again, yeah. but, yeah. I mean, I don't care about how late it stays light at this time of the year because I don't do nothing
1: outside anyway. That's true. Yeah, yeah. 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 It yeah. is crazy, but it's not getting dark at 4 o'clock in the evening. No, and so. that's kind of nice yeah
0: you know you go to work it's dark you get done work it's dark it's yeah the whole just like the rest of your life right (laughs) left in the dark you know i was i've been meaning to ask you this uh one of the things i don't think that i've heard anybody uh, any of you realty experts from berkshire hathaway talk about but is it possible like because i've seen it with vehicles and things before can you take over someone else's Loan like a mortgage. Can you take that over for? Say you know you say to me you know John I I don't even want to be here anymore but I still owe some money on you just want it just take over the loan. Yes. Can you do that?
1: Yes. So what you're referring to would be an assumable loan. Okay. Um, so typically FHA loans and VA loans are both assumable um, and. So the, the reason this is important right now is we just got through a stretch with historically low interest rates and it's quite possible we'll never see interest rates that low ever again. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'll talk a little bit more specifically about VA uh, assumable loans because um, I ended up doing a bunch of research on this for a client of mine. Okay. So I learned some stuff I didn't know before. Um, VA loans are assumable. Uh, basically how it works is whoever is servicing that loan, uh, whoever, you know, it's not always the company you got the loan through. They're yeah, they like, sell the loans yeah, or they whatever. Yeah, yep. so whoever has the loan right now, you basically apply through them to take over the loan. The seller has to be okay with it, the seller has to give permission. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, there's a, you're, you're obviously, if they purchased, during low interest rates or they refinance during low interest rates, you're going to be able to get a much, much better interest rate than what you're able to get right now.
0: Okay, so that interest rate from what they
1: signed off on is what you Stays with it. So, okay, okay, okay. Um, So it sounds really simple. There is kind of a catch though. There's got to be. Yep, yep. So (laughs) let's say they bought that house four years ago. Okay. And, you know, they've paid off $20,000 of the loan and it's selling. So let's just say, um, you know, They bought it for two hundred and ten. They owe one hundred and ninety. You're now buying it for two hundred and twenty-five. Okay, you know you have to make up that difference between one hundred and ninety and two hundred and twenty-five as a basically a down payment. So you do have to have a larger down payment. So people who don't have very much cash, this isn't going to be a great option for you. But if you were planning on making a larger down payment anyway, um, and you'll be surprised to hear this. So if uh it is actually possible for a non veteran, so somebody who doesn't qualify for a VA loan to assume a VA loan. But there's one problem. The the seller, their VA benefit is tied up in that home until the new oh, person sure, sure. either sells it mm-hmm. or refinances it. Oh. So I even believe, though they're not there anymore. Even though they're not there okay. anymore, it's okay. still using their benefit. Um oh. they're off the loan and everything. Um you know they've they don't have the responsibility to pay anymore, but their their VA benefit is tied up. So like let's say I, I can't remember what the total like maximum amount of VA loans you can have at any one given time is, but I, at least a couple of years ago I think it was around four hundred eighty thousand. Uh-huh. And I think there's some factors that will make this vary some, but I think it was around that amount. So if you've got 200,000 or 190,000 of the, a VA loan tied up, you know, then you're down to, uh, you know, 280,000 or 270,000 that you're able to use on your next home. That might not be enough. So that's something that people need to keep in mind, Okay, um, but it is possible, but more calm and a seller might not agree to that because they don't want their VA benefit being tied up in that home. Right, right. Um, but it is possible. That was something that really surprised me. Um, more typical would be somebody who qualifies for a VA loan taking over another person who has a VA loan. And in that case, their, uh, their benefit is you know back to being full okay. once, they, uh, once the loan assumption is over.
0: So if you own a home with a VA loan, yep. and I assume that loan, but it's still you because it was a VA loan, what happens if I default – on on like mine, does that go back to haunt you then, or how does that work?
1: No. So if you do, um, and there's a word for this, I think it's novation. That's okay. Pretty much what any actual like above board uh, loan assumption was going to be. Um, that's that's where you where you're taking over my loan, right? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, is that what you said? You're taking over my loan.
0: Yep. If you got it with a VA, if I got with it with a VA, a VA loan,
1: loan, you take it over, um, and you stop making your payments. Well, the bank has basically qualified you. Okay, so they've underwritten you. So you are now the borrower. I'm not anymore. So why so, is your
0: name still connected to it?
1: So it's only your VA benefit.
0: Okay. So oh,
1: okay. So you just wouldn't be able to get another, to use it again. Like let's say if you don't have any VA loans out there right now, you've got sure. four hundred thousand, four hundred eighty thousand worth of VA loan that you can use. So you could you could take out a four hundred eighty thousand VA loan if your if part of that benefit is tied up in that one house you wouldn't be able to take out a $408,000 VA loan. The maximum VA loan amount that you'd be able to take out would be, you know, 270,000. Okay. Um, does that make sense? It does, okay. it does. So now with these
0: assumable loans, uh, you use the example, uh, what, 200,000, and they've paid 20,000. Uh, okay, yeah. if, if, if you had a $200,000 house, you've already paid 20 grand on it, mm-hmm. and I'm gonna assume your loan, what do I need to come up with then? And, and so, why is that more?
1: Yeah, so you're basically anything. So the principal uh, balance is what stays the same. And you've paid that down oh. over a few years, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. So uh, the, yeah, the principal balance stays the same. You basically need to make up the difference between the principal balance and the new purchase price.
0: Oh, okay. So it's okay. basically like
1: a down payment. The loan amount has to be, if mm-hmm. you paid it down and you only owe 190 on it, the amount owed is still only going to be 190 because you're basically you're not getting a new loan. Okay. You're using that same loan, so any difference that is going to go to the seller, and then you know the closing costs and mm-hmm. everything, that's all going to be, um, you know, taken out of the proceeds. Sure. And the seller's proceeds are going to be whatever all the so the seller's proceeds are going to be two twenty five minus all of the closing costs, and then uh, minus one ninety and the seller gets a check for the difference, basically.
0: Okay. So if you were, say you got uh, your home loan at 3% back when it was historically so low, and I'm going to assume your loan, um, it's still probably a better deal since the interest rates are up
1: now paying that a little bit more because you're going to get back to that 3%. Yep. Am I right? Yep. Yes. That That's if you have the money to make up the difference, it is going to take a little bit longer. So this might uh-huh. cause some sellers to be a little more hesitant to sure. do sure. this. Because um, what I did find out is it can take anywhere up to like six months. Okay. So yep. Yeah. A typical new mortgage is going to take anywhere, you know, 45 days, roughly mm-hmm. you know, even less sometimes depending on how busy appraisers are the, it takes longer to do these loan assumptions. I've heard they can get them done faster, but they can take you know quite a bit longer than a, ta- a standard mortgage.
0: So. You know, I, I'm, John, I was kind of confusing myself there, asking oh. you that, and and. Um... I'm amazed that I get what you're talking. about yeah, yeah. because
1: it's hard to explain. It is it, a
0: little complicated, yeah. but um that is something I had no clue you could do. I, and and the reason I asked you that is because I've seen it before uh where somebody's maybe got a pickup or a newer car for sale and it's okay. like, you know what? I can't afford it. Take over the payments, it's yours. Mm-hmm. So I thought, well, why not find out if you could do that with a home, with a home or a house or whatever.
1: Yeah. And then the non-novation type of taking over uh Type of assuming a loan is is a little bit different, and that's not quite as above board, at least from my understanding of it. That would be more like if we made some kind of agreement where I was going to take over your payments, but you would still be responsible for them. Okay, so uh, that's that's much more risky for a seller. Um, and there's also the uh, due on sale clause, where if the bank found out about this, that um, you had basically sold this home to me and I was making the payments, but it was still in your name, like the mortgage was still Mm -hmm. in your name, Um, they have a due on sale clause that if they found out about it, they could say, okay, this loan is due because you sold it. And then that... Oh, you'd have to come up with all that money. Then I would have to either get a new loan or refinance it or whatever. So I'm not suggesting that to anybody. I don't know enough about that. Sure. Um, But a, a novation... Uh, one is where you actually get you know, qualified, the bank underwrites you, they release the seller from the responsibility mm-hmm. to repay this mortgage, and they transfer that responsibility to the new buyer.
0: Okay, again, using you, John, as an example, and again, I'm assuming your mortgage or yep. your loan, I would imagine the bank could look at me and go
1: uh-uh, you know, we're, we're, we're not going to let this happen? Can they do that? They could. It's going to depend on your credit score sure. and your uh, debt-to-income ratio and your assets. So if you do not have the assets to make up the difference, that would disqualify you. If you didn't have the debt-to-income ratio, which is basically your, your gross income um, minus uh, any, um, I believe this is the way it is, somebody want to Google this, just Google like how to calculate debt to income ratio. Mm-hmm. Uh, I believe it's your gross income uh, times like around 0.43. Okay. Um, minus, uh, minus um, any loan payments that you have each month. So like if you have a car loan that you pay $500 a month for, and you have a student loan that you pay $300 a month for, you subtract that, to that number that you get when you take your gross monthly income times 0.43. And that would be the amount that the bank would qualify you for as a total monthly payment, which would include you know, principal interest, taxes, and insurance. Um, so that's how you find out if you can qualify for the home or not. That's kind of what the bank's going to do. So they want to make sure you have the income and you don't, you're not overloaded with debt to make sure you're going to be able to make the payment. They want to make sure you have the assets, and they want to make sure that your credit score is going to qualify.
0: You know, you realty experts from Berkshire Hathaway, uh, we can't face you guys. Uh, We can throw anything at you, and you guys always seem like you have an answer. Um, But again, and I've said this a billion times, I learned something huge here. I I mean, you know, I've been saying this for a while now. I'm getting to the point in my life where in the next few years I'll probably be selling because I want to downsize. I want to retire. But um, I'm I'm glad that you guys come in here and do these podcasts because I've learned a ton of stuff. I mean, it's awesome. a ton of stuff. I never knew that there was a, a thing called an assumable loan. Yeah. That's yeah. pretty cool. Wow.
1: Yeah. And, it's, and for people who are thinking about this, the biggest thing is, first off, you need to find a seller who has an assumable loan. Mm-hmm. If you're looking to do this, you need to find someone who has an assumable loan and is willing to let you assume their loan. And you need to be able to, obviously, wait that extra amount of time that it's going to take. And the seller has to be willing to wait that extra amount of time it's going to take. And you have to have a lot more money. So for it to be realistic for somebody, it's probably going to need to be a situation where they bought the home with a FHA or VA loan Mm -hmm. probably just a few years ago. Because if they bought it 15 years ago, you might have to come up with a 50% down payment, essentially. Right,
0: right. Do you think, John, this is something that is probably a little more popular within families? you know like say um my mom bought a house and and it's time for her to move on and i'm going to assume her loan do you think that happens a little bit more or probably doesn't have anything to do with it
1: yeah i in my experience i so honestly this is not a very common thing mm-hmm. um i've only run into it a couple of times and the couple of times that I've been involved in a situation like this, it hasn't been a family thing. It's been two sure. unrelated sellers who don't know each other, mm, or okay. maybe they know of each other, but it's mm-hmm. not a family situation.
0: All right. How does somebody get a hold of Realty Expert John Brodine if they want to find out more about Assumable Loans or anything?
1: Yeah, so if they want to talk, my cell phone number is 701-213-5428. Give me a follow on Instagram, subscribe to me on YouTube. You'll be able to find a ton of content that I make out there. Um, you know, put out new videos almost every day. So, everything buyers and sellers could ever possibly want to know, there's probably a video on one of my channels for it. So,
0: all right, now here comes one of the toughest questions I've ever asked you. Our okay. um, the anniversary is coming up Friday when you'll be here. Oh, yes. You're going to have a cold one with us? I,
1: I should be able to swing by. Yeah.
0: You, you didn't answer it. my question. Yeah, I'll have okay. with you. Okay. All right. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. <laughs> Until Friday, thank you, John Rodini. He's your realty expert with Berkshire Hathaway. Until Friday, there you go, your Wednesday edition of your Berkshire Hathaway bi-weekly podcast.